0: that's that's awesome bro
1: yeah thanks man
0: yeah i'm sorry there was a little deadlock. you were catching my video is a little behind on you you know what it's because i'm running this fucking game right here i'm gonna shut that down that's all
1: right shut her down oh
0: good block good block
1: 56 i got 56 60 right now four mm-hmm. points come on florida state oh yeah oh man
0: we're gonna we might have to take a little a little pod break see how that shakes Ooh, out three they had a three <laughs> Most Awesome Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a, what's that? A Dynamite Episode 57 coming at you. Guys, subscribe, leave five stars, tell a friend. We'd really appreciate it. Hit us up at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana, and with me, as always, the report is back on him, and the report
1: is good. Most Awesome. Oh, I like it. That, mm-hmm. That's a that's a scouting report. That is not that's a, a scouting not report. No, that's a that's a dossier that you got. No, out we with. don't
0: touch that. We tried that episode four. We bailed, <laughs> we bailed quick. <laughs> Pull the ripcord. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? What's going on? What's the haps?
1: Great, man. Oh, and it's such a good episode that we've got because. Um, Doctor misses the commission. I, planning at birthday party. She's already turned five, Ooh. but now we've got the birthday party guessing or uh, coming up. I'll give you one guess: what the theme is?
0: Mm, it's gotta be. If I'd have put money, it's gonna be a little on the LOL doll tip.
1: That's right. Oh, it's LOL doll all day. Mm-hmm. She was actually telling us the other day with, with some of her classmates that are going to the party. Um, she said, well, uh, this one girl, both these girls are giving me LOL dolls for my birthday. And we're like, how did, how'd you find that out? And she's like, well, cause I asked them, I asked them and she's like, but they're going to, and we're like, you can't ask them. She's like, but they're going to be my presence. So I should know. And I was like, <laughs> well, touche, not, touche. Not
0: the, not the worst logic I have ever heard in the world. Nope. Uh, nope. All right. And we have a jam packed episode 57. We're doing ripped from the headlines. We are doing. The Sweet 16 in order, M.A.B. order. We're doing cool. the M.A.B. inbox. Uh, we're going to tackle three of them. we got to catch up a little bit, getting a lot of emails from the fan hood. We're going to jump on those, doing the Neapolitan Showdown. Top three theme parties. We're kind of staying on that college ship. We're letting the previous yeah. episodes walk us into the next Neapolitans. I love it, brother. I love it. That's fine. And then we're going to hit the Brandana gambling corner. We're talking how we're going to gamble, which we might or might not have on fake MAP dollars <laughs> on this first <laughs> night of the Sweet 16. And then we will finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, your hour of power starts now.
1: Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls.
0: The headline's there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your sh- oh, come on. All right, buddy. Rip from the headline. Sweet 16 in M.A.B. order. Why are we doing that this week?
1: Oh, we're doing it because we are on the Sweet 16 here heading into the Elite Eight, and Final Mm. Four. So we want to kind of rank our power players. So we see 1 through 16, who we like, who we don't. All right, let's start at the
0: bottom, brother. You want to do this this tit for tat?
1: Let's start at the bottom. And we are recording this on... The uh, the eve's I guess sweet sixteen eve. So my rank is might not hold up the way some of these scores are going. I just, just want to saying, put that out yeah. there right now. Yeah. Just. So I started with my I started with number sixteen and I went with Purdue. Ooh. Uh, I do. Know, wow. And as they're lighting up, they're lighting you up Tennessee right now cute. at halftime. I did get cute. Well, here's why I got cute because Purdue all season has been playing above their head yeah. and playing above their pay grade. And in the Big Ten tournament, Carson Edwards, their lead point guard, their are ba- basically do all everything point guard, hit a all time cold streak and was really really soft coming out of the uh, out of the Big Ten tourney. Yeah. But now he drops 42 points in- against uh, Old Dominion there, or not Old Dominion, uh, who was a six seed that they played. Anyways, he drops 42, on nine of sixteen shooting, so he's red hot. But he's just been up and down, and this team has lost four of their last five starters last year. They're playing a guy that was a walk on against the rest of the pack. I don't like them and that's why I put them at 16th.
0: I right, so I have mad uh I'm on my 8 seed.
1: Ooh. I just
0: okay. like I I love these guys and there's something about Purdue like Purdue's always that team that like nobody follows but you look on TV and you're just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, they're in the fucking sweet 16." So they've been uh they haven't advanced. They made it to the sweet 16 uh the last two years and I think it's a four of five years and they haven't been Able to advance past it, and I thought like this. I was. I thought was this was the one where they get over the hump. They're quiet. They look sexy. They're able to score points. I like that.
1: Yeah, I mean Matt Painter, the head coach for Purdue, is historically kind of that's been his ceiling, and he gets guys to overachieve. But I think once the pressure kind of gets caught up to everybody. And you've got uh, I don't know the bright lights, and if one or two shots don't fall, they don't have many other people that can go out and get buckets for them. It's really Carson Edwards, and so I was yeah. I was kind of I don't like that as a as a in all the rest of the teams I don't I don't like that in comparison. Yeah, who do you have for sixteen?
0: Uh, I had Oregon. I mean, I say yeah. I say pretty chalk on uh, just kind of this part. I mean, it is the you know it's the lowest seed making a Sweet Sixteen which doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean they are the worst uh, going up against a Virginia team that everyone like that doesn't follow college ball kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop like it's going to happen mm-hmm. again which it's just it's it's a little slower pace of basketball I feel and it's uh like like you said about Purdue to me you know they they're in a sweet position just kind of a, in a happy to be here and I just I don't see them be able to like turn on what it takes to kind of get through this a lot of this other talent we have like 15 to 1
1: yeah and i had them at my 15 spot i mean they're they're definitely they're playing hot basketball right now i don't think that they've lost since february 23rd if i think that might be right but so they're playing hot but yeah i mean i they're definitely the lower seed one of the the lowest seed in the tourney and uh, of that you know not really the most uh you know solid basketball team i mean they're pretty good defensively but like you said pace wise they're really slow on the pace and they 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 struggle to get buckets at time.
0: Yeah, and then I'll be honest, like these, uh, this 15 kind of up is, it's still a little chalky. I think the only thing, like, uh, I, I did Auburn low. I mean, I, I, they did kind of blow up uh, Kansas Team, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily, like, see them getting kind of as deep as it needs to go. And then um, Vautech, yeah. which I think was kind of like a popular pick where people were kind of jumping on. But uh, again, like, a lot of this is matchups too. Like, I want to rank them, but it's more of like, not like, congratulations, to all these, I think, make the Sweet 16 for. You know a lot of these teams at least the bottom half is it's a huge accomplishment Accomplishment, like it's it's well done but it's still like kind of not not going to be enough to like overpower like we talked about last pod is this mm-hmm. seems like a very top heavy year you know like eight you know eight to ten teams that are just playing on a different level
1: yeah I even broke up mine into tiers, and I have that my bottom tier 13 through 16 um, mm, it, I've got 13 Virginia tech Auburn 14. Yep. Um, not a big fan of Bruce Pearl. I actually love Virginia tech's coach, Buzz Williams. Um, and, and on paper for, for whatever reason on paper, I really like Virginia tech. It's just, I just don't see them advancing against, uh, well, they, they drew Duke too. So that's another, uh, exactly. tough, tough pot for them. And so that's why I have them in, in my tier tier four, my 13 spot. Um, what do you got what do you got for so that that puts you at twelve
0: uh, yeah, I think it brings you up at twelve um, so I think these numbers like are a little off because I actually I realized I forgot Virginia <laughs> no no, but I mean I, I plugged the memo up, upstairs uh then kind of I yeah. guess my next uh, for bringing me up to my uh, nine spot, which would be Purdue's like Florida state. I guess my only shock, right. So I have Florida state below Tennessee below Purdue, I guess my big shock on this, like I do like, I know you're super ACC heavy this year, but like kind yes. of what we're seeing tonight and hopefully, you know, they hang in there and make a run for it. But it seems like Florida state is, it's just not a good basketball team it looks like the most scary like pickup basketball game you'd ever play like like i know i texted earlier Is like have these guys like played together before like it's they all have talent but there's no like there's no team you just don't see that cohesiveness like a really good team basketball uh and then you know i've I've been low on tennessee i think you know they almost coughed it up uh getting Uh into the like sweet 16 it just seems like bad coaching and you'll attest to this, like, this is the toughest tournament in sports, and so you just, Mm -hmm. all those pieces have to be together, and if we kind of see coaching like this, which I think you mentioned isn't even kind of necessarily out of character, so it's not like it was kind of one bad game, it's just not good coaching, and that meets with the wrong talents, like, that's kind of why I had Purdue about that.
1: Yeah, and I've got, uh, I've got my tier three, which is 10, 11, and 12, I've got all SEC teams, I've got LSU at 10, Tennessee at 11, and Kentucky at 12. Ooh. Predominantly because of P.J. Washington in that hard cast. He's not going to come back and play. And then that really leaves you with Tyler Hero, Travis Reed, and Keldon Johnson. I, mean, I know I was high on Kentucky early on, yeah. but I, I just think they're missing something. And then they obviously, they lost Quad uh, Quadra Green. And, uh, I just don't, I just don't see him getting it done. They run up against a team that I also like Houston. Yo, and, yes. uh, and then, um, and then I've got, uh, LSU, um, you know, they're another up and down team. I think kind of like in that Auburn mode, they can put up points, but they're going to give it back as well too. And, uh, uh, so that's kind of have my tier three. And then my, my ninth seat is where I've got FSU. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, I, I agree with you on all those things with FSU. The thing that, I, that separates it for me is they were competitive in the ACC and they just played hard. These dudes play hard and they're long and they're athletic. The problem is what we're seeing tonight as uh, they're down 11 with – or 12 now with uh, 52 seconds left Ooh. is that they just can't – oof, there you go. Best bet getting beat. Ooh, um, man. They just don't – they just don't have – When they're not running and gunning, they're not hitting buckets, it's real hard for them to make to to make a run at it. I mean, offensive adjusted offense efficiency, they're 27th in the country, which isn't that bad, but which could stack them up against everyone else in the tournament. It is I'm pretty sure it's the lowest of the 16 teams. Um, no, I take that back. Uh, Texas tech is lower at 35, but there, but that the point of the matter is, is that they can D up, they can lock you up, but, and, and this is where again, coaching comes in Leonard Hamilton, when they started to have a little effectiveness against Gonzaga is they started to press them and and try flying all over the ball and make them make turnovers. I didn't really do that too much towards the end when they're trying to get caught back up and now it's a little too late, uh, for them. So that's why I got Florida state at ninth.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, ooh, gonna have to pause this right. Oh, this twelve. This is close. Okay, yeah, we're watching live. Ah, uh, that makes sense. I love how you tiered them <laughs> off, also, brother. That's perfect. Uh, so at my eight yeah. spot, I have. Uh, I guess my next three going eight, seven, six. I guess I'll tear that off. Is uh, I have, uh, Houston at the eight, Michigan, mm-hmm. and then Michigan State at the six. So six Michigan State, seven Michigan, uh, eight Houston. I like Houston a lot. Like, gotta watch him play. Um. You know that Ohio State game is just like I don't, like really good. Yeah. Like we were talking about like that cohesive basketball. I like to see like able to get inside and kind of make things happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Calvin Sampson's led Houston. They play Tufty. They're not entirely. They're not very big, but they've got three guards who've who've been around and played played some basketball. Corey Davis, uh, Jalen Robinson, and Imani Brooks are all juniors and seniors. So they've got they they've got some. Some uh, some longevity and some tenure with them, which I always like for a run in 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 the Final Four or toward the Final Four. Um, but I've got my six, seven, eight. I've got six Michigan, seven Texas Tech, and eight is my Houston. And I've got in my tier two, I've got the my four through nine because I, I think. Basically, any one of those teams in that four through nine for me are pretty, pretty close. I can't put them up there with the big dogs in my top three spots, but I've got here and I'll go through yeah, my like four and yeah, five. I, I've got I've got four. I've got uh, Virginia. Um, this is where the eye test and and then looking at them on paper, the eye test get, tells me something different. But when you look at all the advanced metrics, like they really jump off the page. Mm. Um, because they can lock you up, their adjusted offense second in the country, their their adjusted defense is third in the country. They're very slow paced, so they're going to grind you all game long. And they're one of the better shooting teams in the country, shooting about as a team 41% from three, 48% from the field. When you look at them, and then they're they're well coached enough. And Tony Bennett, and I think a lot of times we kind of assign last year's tournament and the first half of, of last 1,000%. week's game, yeah, percent, as like this is that that team, this and team it's game. not that team. So then I've got MSU at five, Michigan at six, Texas Tech at seven, uh, Houston at, at eight, and and Florida State at nine, and that's my tier two because mm. all three of the, all all you know what is that six teams? All six of those teams on any given night, I think, could be that top. That number four slot. Yeah. But I just don't see them cracking that top tier level.
0: That that's good. And we are seeing eye to eye on this shit. Okay, so moving to the next one. Um we're literally one off and I see the thing that's throwing it off like so kind of bringing real fast click notes on what's going on. Like you yep. had um I you had Purdue a little lower, I had Purdue higher, uh, you had Florida uh-huh. State a little higher, I have them lower, and I think the big thing is like you had Kentucky lower. I have them in my f- yes. I have my four spot above Gonzaga. Really? Yeah. So I've Gonzaga five, I've Kentucky. You know, just coaching. You know, postseason experience. Uh, just sure. their, their ability to score. Like I, it's a fun team to watch. And those I, and it's also one of those things like it wouldn't shock anybody to see them in the final four. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just one of those. It's just right. like it's very pictureable. Like it can absolutely happen. They're not coming out of shit i should have had this but i had to click back to the game to make sure they lost by 14 <laughs> they're coming out of Kentu- right. kentucky's going up against who's there is it the unc side right
1: no they're they're uh, going up against houston which is yeah uh, which is the unc the side okay. i think it's the midwest yeah. yeah i think it's the midwest
0: that houston kentucky game that's going to be exciting I like that a lot.
1: Yeah, and that and and not to tease it cuz we will talk about it in the gambling corner, but they're Kentucky's favored by 3. Yeah. in that game. So, um yeah, no, I think it's I think it'll be a close game. It'll be an interesting mashup of, you know, Kentucky has their strength is in their bigs um, and their length and Houston is in their guard play and defensive, you know, their their defense. So, I'll, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um and then so my my top tier is my top tier three teams is I've got Gonzaga in that three spot. Mm. So much higher than I think you well you I, had him at 5. I had him at 5, yeah. And so so who's your who's your top who's your top
0: uh three? Oh yeah, so we're at top 3. So in this order I got Duke, UNC, Virginia.
1: Gotcha. Okay, yeah. We and on that's that? the thing. You, you, well, yeah, I mean I'm a little I'm a little lower on Virginia than you are, um, but I think Gonzaga Especially after this this last game against Florida State, uh, I mean, yeah. Rui Achimora is a is a versatile forward. Brandon Clark, versatile. You got Zach Norwell or Norvell, and then the crafty Josh Perkins, uh, their point guard. I like their length. And then you bring Tilly back, who's been basically gone all all year. And uh, they're pretty good. Adjusted offense number one in the country. Adjusted defense sixteen in the country. So and they like to push the pace. So you got to keep pace with the man, be able to stop him on the on the, on the defensive end, and then I have Duke too, simply for the, simply for the fact when I look at it, Duke um, Duke's depth really scares me. Uh, you've got not only that does it scare me, and I know a lot of people are making uh, their you know they're making a big deal about their three point shooting. They they're the lowest yeah. three point shooting team in this 16-team bracket at 30% collectively as a team. If Cam Reddish doesn't hit buckets and threes, they don't have much of an outside threat. And they even – they they sat off of Trey Jones in that last game, basically like five feet away from the three-point line. They dared him to shoot, yep. and he's not shooting it. Um, but more so than anything, their free-throw shooting is pretty low, which late in games, that, that concerns me about closing out games. And then their depth – besides the top the the top four freshmen that they have trey Don jones rj barrett uh zion williamson and then cam reddish they they don't really have anyone uh, jordan jordan uh was it jordan yeah jordan goldwire and gavin delorier are their only real two two players that they bring off the bench marcus bolden is coming back from that knee injury that he suffered uh, a couple weeks back i mean they just don't have a lot of depth so one of those guys gets in foul trouble and it's a dramatically different. I mean, if if Zion Williamson gets in foul trouble, it's a dramatically yeah. different, different duke team. team. Yeah. yeah. And then I love UNC because pace wise, they've got, you know, two seniors and Luke May and Cameron Johnson who've been around, been in a lot of battles. Kobe White and Nas Little are two uh freshmen. They're big. They can go six seven deep with big athletic guys. Um UNC is going to be a tough out. UNC is going to be a real tough out this year.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Okay, so yeah, we're seeing pretty close on everything. Uh, we'll see it play out. Like it's not the we had one guy pick the Sweet Sixteen perfect for like you know the first time since they started keeping track. It's it's a little chalky. Yeah. There's some stuff that's interesting. Real fast uh, as we get out of the segment, give me one team that would be a surprise, but you're confident in to make the Sweet Six or to make the Final Four.
1: Mm. It would be a surprise. It'd be a surprise, yeah.
0: I mean, I don't want you to hear, like, oh, North Carolina Tar Heels, like, bet on it. It's like, well, yeah, we get that.
1: <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, Texas Tech could be one of those teams Ooh. that could surprise a lot of people coming out of, uh, what is that, the West, and they'd have to go up against Gonzaga if they beat my Michigan. Yeah. Uh, go blue. Team, but I, go I mean, blue. I, I go blue. Go blue. I like it. I like it. I, I the, the, They will lock you up, and you've got Jarrett Culver, a sophomore, and Morietta, another sophomore, and they got a couple seniors. And uh, Chris Beard is a really good coach. Uh, I think he could make a run at National Coach of the Year. Um, so that would, I think, would be a shocking team, especially um, I think everyone was a little low on – the Big 12 in general and to have somebody from the Big 12 sneak in um, that obviously didn't win the Big 12 I think would be a little bit of a shock.
0: It is. And by the time you listen to this podcast the final four will be set. So we'll either sound like exactly. idiots or we'll sound like <laughs> ourselves. So does uh, I hope
1: I, I hope it sound like a, a, an idiot for that Texas Tech call because <laughs> they're they're going to get it up against no. Michigan in like team on us 2 minutes as we're recording. Oh,
0: look at that. That's how much he cares about the no Mabbers out there. The podians. It's just mm-hmm. like Michigan. A pod's got to be recorded when a pod has to be recorded. That's just. That's right. Uh, let's jump in this inbox, bro. Let's not keep you away from those Wolverines too long. Uh, we got Beautiful. three emails we're going to hit right now. Uh, message line is, what does she like? I see 54 episodes so far. Congrats to you both. All right. I. I want to stop reading this email right now. Him saying, "I see fifty-four episodes." That's not the same as I've listened to fifty-four episodes. I've
1: heard Catch them.
0: I've heard <laughs> fifty-four I've heard. episodes. And it's like I see they exist. It's like yes, they exist. Anyone can see they exist. But you know what? We'll we'll take a subscribe. Like anyone that's looking to keep track and just once exactly. a week it shows up, we'll take it. Uh, okay, so we appreciate it. I'm exercising your kick-ass ending theme song, and can you mm. tell me Debatable. without cheating what two things does she like after boys? Party's style and fame. It's <laughs> weird. Like I, number one, I, I did have to walk that back because it's it can't be our theme song because you hate the song. It was our theme song for a beat, and you like, knock that off. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I'll just leave it at the end. It's a little, uh, it's a little yeah. gift. You can shut it off if you don't want to, or you can just kind of listen through. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It's really funny because this question uh, meshes my my inability to remember song lyrics and my Ooh, hatred for this song all in yes. one sweet question. Um no, actually I it's it's grown on me, but yes, I I definitely turn it off quickly. And I really thought long and hard and I me was too. like I know she says fashion. After that it was it was it blew my mind. I was like I I'm not really sure what she says after that. Yeah.
0: So did you What, you, do, what did you, do you got? Did you pick fashion?
1: I knew fat well I think it was I was like, I don't know, the fashion. I fashion, yeah. More more partying. I'm not really well, sure. I didn't want to cheat. I didn't is listen cocaine, to cocaine is cocaine in there? I'm not sure. <laughs> I, don't know, I, no no, I think it's a kid I think it's a
0: kid friend. He's listening at the gym for oh. crying out loud. Uh, okay. No, I think it's so I went fashion and I went, I think
1: I think she says glamour. I remember the word glamour. Ooh, glamour. I thought it was lip gloss. I could have been wrong. So
0: we'll have to we'll have to post that. And so, sorry to not have the payoff immediately for you podcast listeners, but you can go ahead and listen to the end of this podcast and see if it's there. Yeah. I just – I didn't want to – Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I have glamour <laughs> and fashion. You have fashion and, uh, it, More and incomplete. <laughs> More partying. More <laughs> partying. Return to the party. Uh, awesome. Next email. Come at me, bro. Um, mm. So we've got – People are starting to train for threatening fantasy scenarios such as being attacked while walking your dog. Some of my favorite fantasies are Darren Sproles just uh, stole my seat in a movie theater and refuses to get up. Or I'm Bruno Mars <laughs> in my disguise and it just fell off in the Beverly Center. Both promote stamina, poise, and lower body conditioning. <laughs> uh, tell me most awesome and Brandon, if you had to train for one situational threat, what would it be? Is this a thing? People are training for
1: I, – I, I'm – I'm guessing it's a thing. I mean, our our, our beloved Tango Fox. I was tri- gonna holler out Tango tri- Fox. Would, yeah. What, yeah. Would, would train against what is it? Twenty five. ninjas I was gonna say what's the gym? number? Like twenty six ninjas. It said uh, the number. The ninjas are,
0: it's how many? Like I I don't think that's right. It's however ever many like bags were available. It was like thirty six. It was a
1: dozen ninjas. <laughs> right, you know, was, right. Ninjas he just wonderful. run through it and do a gauntlet of uh, hodukins yeah. against uh, <laughs> against bags in there. They're so so it part. might be a thing. I don't know. I don't know if it's a thing or not, but. Uh, if there was if there was a scenario, Brandana, in which you would fight your way out of or or save yourself, what would it be? What what do you got?
0: Okay, so I, I, I went this route. So I did look at this question. My first thing I was like, "Are we fighting ourselves out in our late thirties of the scenario of getting fat?" I mean, that's what's in my head. It was just like, "Don't be a fucking fat ass. Like fight your way out of it. Right. Keep running because you don't want to look like dog shit." Uh, right the fight against
1: diabetes yeah okay
0: i I do kind of i like the foxhole i like kind of like fighting my way out of something so if i had to do something i I don't like because zombies too make believe if i'm really trying to get a workout on i would do like kind of like not to get dark but i don't know if you've seen the movie the strangers but just kind of like like psychopaths like trying to take over the house and like my family's there and like with like shotguns Mm -hmm. and then i have to like kind of fight my my way out and get kind of creative and like hide. It's like a little bit of cat and mouse game, like what makes sense. Ooh, there you go. Which which doesn't get the stamina up, because it's cat and mouse, so it's just like, what's your workout? You just hide a closet for 45 minutes? It's like, yeah, do we're talking fantasy scenarios. That's what I do.
1: Right. Just Brandon and just lightly walking (laughs) through the halls in his apartment. I like it. Um, I definitely have, like, after we were talking about uh, our fan interaction, I definitely had that, like, Malice in the Palace type thing, like, just basically a riot breaks out in, like, a stadium, and it's just you know you trying to oh, get out nuts. are you trying to escape everything that's funny because you know that's what, one of those things. you know what's
0: scary about that is you don't know who's friend or foe like some people because yes. some some strangers will take advantage of just the chaos and just start like trying to like cold cock people in the back of the head but there's other people so you kind of have to have your head on a swivel like it's just yes. like it's like only fuck with if you're fucked with kind of like situation but you got to get out there and it's yeah that's that's good
1: yeah, and and the the biggest thing for me is is like with obviously with kids and family like what do like Dr. Mrs. Commission I like how do we assign that like you take these two and like I'll take yeah. these three or you know these C- two commish- and, like, I'll take this one Yeah,
0: Commissionette has to like take those two. you assign Commissionette like a pick yeah. of those two dudes commission at 2.0 I was like
1: you're the tip <laughs> oh, of the spear yes. you just put your head Gosh, down it it's monster. it's one giant bear in the play place <laughs> and you've got to climb to the mountaintop my friend so yeah but it is one of those things like that is the, and and I definitely when we're in uh, it's funny I was talking with one of my coworkers, then they're like as they've gotten older, they don't like going out into big like group events. They're going to, yeah, um, I feel that. They're going to like a like a, a oh not uh, like a like a, a theme park area, and so they're going. and He's like, I don't like being around a bunch of people, mm-hmm. but I definitely think is like when I get out of those environments, I like, yeah, I definitely am like, where's the exit? Like if if like the if the Koreans were to land like right in the middle of this, yeah, you know what I mean? And it's it's a start of World War Three, like. Mm-hmm. How am I getting out, cutting through the weeds, and then, you know, getting into some safe space for me and my family? Kind of Wolverine style.
0: Yeah, we're kind of close on that, but I think it's a little different since you have a family. Because when I'm in that, like, you're looking for exit signs. I'm just like, like, where do they serve alcohol in this theme park? Like, right. is it that bar over there? If I get to here, will I make it to the walk over there before I can get the next drink? <laughs> Fair enough. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> i get it right. i get it
1: there's, even when the koreans are attacking you're thinking about that uh, you're like we're I, now I'm just grabbing I, bottles yeah at this I, mean, point.
0: I mean it's going down it's already happened i can't stop it like it's just like right. All right i think also like i do i've been always kind of fascinated with the post-apocalyptic world when kind of like there's no mm-hmm. electricity because i used to have like a like a quake kit back when i lived in la like oh. earthquake and just kind of had all that stuff yeah. it's just like It's funny to think about just kind of like the lights shut out and like there's no electricity, there's no like banks or anything. Like, how does society kind of figure itself out? Long long story short, I I need to get back to the gym. I hear you. you.
1: Yeah, I hear you. There's a there's a book. Oh, the guy who wrote Fighter's Heart, um, the guy who basically trained to be like a Muay Thai fighter. Shit, I can't remember his name. I think it's like Steve Stephen Smith or something. He wrote a book about that, basically about the end of the world, and he wrote it through this like. You know, apocalypse. Like, what do you need to learn how to do? Do you know how to, yeah. like, do you know how to um, hotwire a car? And so we actually went with people who like basically boost cars and learn how to uh, oh, wow. hotwire a car. And it goes through all these scenarios. Shit, I'll have to I'll have to pay off that. I don't remember the yeah, book. To I actually bought fun. it. Yeah, it, it's a, it's an interesting read. I
0: like it. Uh, all right, so last email that we're gonna get. Uh, if UNC wins the championship this year. Can Most Awesome make a case for Roy Williams having a more successful career than Coach K? I, I like how they went to Most Awesome. I mean, I, I think I think yep. the word's getting out there that you know more about sports than I do. It was only a matter of time. F57 seems about right, so that's where you're right. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to let you answer this question. I'm going to give you the stats. So Coach K versus Roy, here it is. Uh, salary, doesn't matter. I just want to get it out there because Coach K's – blew my mind i wasn't even looking for it roy Williams yes. makes uh 3.6 to 8 and some change a season coach k how much do you think coach k makes
1: or do you know i do know this it's like nine million dollars that's
0: fucking insane yeah. all right uh, it's crazy roy's lifetime
1: collegiate career 453 and 132
0: uh coach k 1131 wins and 343 losses uh Regular season titles. I didn't worry about tournaments. Tournaments can get wonky on the conference tournaments, but I did do titles. There's 18 conference titles. That's including Roy Williams' time at KU and 12 titles for Coach K. Final four appearances. Roy Williams, nine. Coach K, 12. Chips. Coach K has three. Uh, no, sorry. Roy Williams has three. Coach K right. has five. I think the biggest myth before you answer this is it's kind of weird that like Roy Williams didn't get one at
1: KU. That is the thing when you think about it. I mean, the number of Final Fours that he went to at KU to come out Ofer and uh, yeah, I mean the he was four hundred eighteen and one hundred one at KU, so an eighty percent, almost eighty one percent winning percentage while at KU, just couldn't get it done in the tournament.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so I guess the big question, like, let's pay it off. If Roy Williams does get his, his fourth championship this year, Mm -hmm. which it would have to not, I guess not, not necessarily have to happen, but let's say that, you know, Duke does follow the chalk. So it would be a UNC Duke championship.
1: Ooh. Okay. uh,
0: Which would be the fourth meeting. And then Roy Williams beats him in the championship. Are they par? Is Roy Williams better? Or to me, we have to kind of see how it folds out. Like it, Roy needs a little mm-hmm. bit more time career wise.
1: Yeah. I would say no, they're not par. And I would say at this moment in time, even with that win, uh, it's still not close. Ooh, it's not um, close. W- what? No, it's not close. I okay. I, uh, I don't even have I don't even have Roy. If Roy won this year, I think I would move him in the my top four all time head coaches. Mm-hmm. Um but but he would be fourth and we also failed to mention or you you missed uh coach K's three gold medals too which I think should be accounted for good point good yeah Uh, I guess maybe
0: a little bit I like I feel like that's more like it's a luxury spot it's just like oh you want a gold medal great uh you're coaching the USA men's basketball team
1: it's true but you know Roy didn't get that spot so yeah yeah that that's one of those things to set, set aside from it but um but yes, uh, so eight hundred and seventy-one career win- wins against uh, eleven thirty-one, like you said. Roy does have a little bit better of a winning percentage. I think that that those KU times he was dominant in the in the Big Twelve and uh, Big Eight years. Yeah. Um, and at you, but UNC—that's where he's won all of his titles. And so, if I was to give you my top, I could even go probably down to seven.
0: Okay, I'll do this real fast. But but also, I yes. won't take like uh, the fact that. Roy did it two places. Is that a pro or a con in your book? Because it's like, I mean, coach, coach K is pretty cushy at like a blue blood, blood program that's going to constantly, and it, like I think we've seen his philosophy change a little bit to where he is okay with the one and done theory, which is kind of like mm-hmm. spoke against. So it's, uh, you know, like it's obviously a great coach. Obviously you got to get people there. Obviously recruiting is like a different game than it is in the NBA. But it's like how sure. much is that accredited? Just like, you know, it's it's kind of on not on coast, but it's, it's already established. So like you already have this influx of great talent, I guess what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. And I would say, I would say that coach K built Duke into a blue blood blood. I, I wouldn't say it was a blue blood before he got there. Whereas Roy went to, now he was an assistant at uh, UNC under Dean Smith and Dean Smith, you know, obviously was the founding father of, you know, UNC college basketball and then he goes to KU, which had its, its own legacy and its own history and its in its own right. Um, so I would say that that is a big difference in my mind is that Coach K, you know, rather than than Roy doing it at two spots, and had he won at KU, I think he, I think that argument gets a little a little tighter. Yeah. But because because he didn't win it at KU, he's only won it at UNC, and he really ha- he's really only continued the legacy at those two universities. He hasn't. Built or established something new on his own, whereas Coach K at Duke has won five titles in the the modern era of college basketball, and um, has basically established Duke as a perennial contender and a national entity in the college basketball realm. That's where I give him the the nod in that respect. Copy. makes sense, brother. Yeah. All right, you want me to run down my top my top coaching? Of right course, here? I, do, brother, I, I did course. it. Uh, number one, John Wooden. 12 Final Fours, 10 titles, uh, 664 wins, but that was in an era where they didn't play as many games as they do today, uh, and eight, uh, 80% winning, 80, uh, 0.804 winning percentage. Um, then I got my, then I got Coach K at number two. Okay. 12 Final Fours, five titles, uh, the all-time leader in wins uh, historically at 1131, uh, 0.767 winning percentage. Then I've got one, Mr. Dean Smith. Um, Dean Smith, when he retired, was the all-time leading uh, career wins leader at 879. He has a .76 winning percentage. Only won two titles at UNC, uh, but went to 11 Final Fours, which is the third most. And I think we've, we've talked about the kind of Final Fours are as much of a benchmark as, yeah. as a milestone. You, yeah, you win
0: a regional tournament. Uh, you, want, you want a tournament, and then you just get to compete with the top four teams.
1: Right, exactly, and then uh, and then like I said, if we had uh, if we had Roy in that next level, if he wins, I'd put him at fourth. If not, for right now, we're looking at Adolf Rupp from Kentucky, mm. from way back when. Six Final Fours, four titles, 876 wins, and 82, uh, 82, eight hundred seventy six wins, an 82.822 winning percentage, uh, and then I've got Bob Knight with five Final Fours, three titles, at the time that he retired, eight hundred ninety nine career wins. Uh, had the perfect season in 1975 76. And then you could probably make a, it gets really kind of murky after that. You could make a, a lot of claims for a lot of other players or a lot of other coaches, maybe historically. Mm-hmm. But I went with Jim Bayheim ba- ha- at Syracuse. Sure. Longevity built that Syracuse program, has got uh, 1,470 f- wins, or yeah, not 400, 1,047 wins, five final fours, only one title. But he's been he's been up there pretty consistent. You probably could not afraid. You could probably fight me on that seventh one.
0: Not afraid to rock that zone. I mean, you got to have Izzo somewhere, right? Is that probably is is he fighting for that seventh slot?
1: Yeah, Izzo's coming up. I would say he's probably in that. I mean, there's a lot of coaches that have multiple titles. Izzo only has one. Yeah. Now he has seven final fours, if memory serves, seven final fours, but he only has like six hundred and sixty wins-ish, somewhere in there. He he just he started coaching in nineteen ninety-five. So um and he came in and kind of picked up the legacy of Judd Heathcote at uh MSU. So I'd probably put him in that somewhere in eight to ten region, nine Somewhere in there. But I, I think he's got probably 10 more years in him, which if he gets a couple more titles, you can kind of move him up that line.
0: You're so smart, bro. I just wanted to impress you that I knew who the head coach of Michigan State was.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs> Cy Newton, motherfucker. Let's battle it out.
0: So let's leave it alone Because we
1: can't see eye to eye Boom!
0: All right, Neapolitan Showdown. What well, started out is ranking some fucking ice cream flavors. Has us ranking our top three theme parties. Brother, okay, so we did this. Obviously, we got on a college tip, and I like what we're doing. We're kind of just rolling it over. We did yeah. the top worst things about college, the top three best things about college. Then we started talking about your parties, posted a thing on Instagram, which, well,
1: Obviously pay off you want to pay that off? When, should we pay that off real quick? Yes, pay it off. But you got or, it. You got the stats. Yeah, I got. The, nice. I got the answer. So we 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 laid down ten parties, yes. uh, and that was toga pajama party, opposite sex party, graffiti party, ugly sweater party, coordinated Halloween rave, nineties party, eighties party, seventies party, mm-hmm. and most awesome during college. Okay, oh, tell you my Oh,
0: okay. Oh, oh. that's all right. That's all right,
1: brother. No, I was good. I had a five and a half.
0: I had a five and a half.
1: Five and a half? <laughs> I said five, of five and, a and a half. Yep. Good. So just, I can still yep, set the lines. Right. Perfect. There you Which go. Which one's boom? Funny? Boom. Oh, I, I did a uh, graffiti party. Mm-hmm that was black lights, white shirts, highlighters, just a yeah. lot of touching, a bo- lot of drinking booze involved. Okay, yeah, yeah booze
0: involved. That oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, always, always.
1: Um, ugly sweater party, I I I I want to make the claim that I do believe the ugly sweater party started in my hometown. <laughs> All right. I know we, we we we've had 15 years of ugly sweater and mustache parties that they did a big fundraiser for. It started in college. And uh, I don't remember sweater parties being a thing before 1997.
0: Yeah, it's kind of reminds me of the thing. It's just like, uh, I remember I thought I invented, and then you woke up when I was like 10 and like in like sixth grade or whatever. <laughs> uh, that's good, though. I like it's both. Uh, what's, what's the right. last ones, bro? Uh,
1: coordinated Halloween. Uh, me and my roommates went as Smurfs. Um awesome. Yeah, that was a that was a tough night getting that off. Uh I went to a rave party Ooh. and uh my buddy fell down on the flight of stairs. So that Ooh. was that was an interesting rave party. Yeah. Um nineties party, me and my college roommates, uh we 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 had a nineties party in the nineties, uh <laughs> mind you.
0: And uh, That's true. They were we all nineties parties as, in the nineties.
1: Yeah, exactly. We uh but we could have we could have uh this could have also qualified as a Halloween party. We all went as, uh, as a new boy band called Investment. We all wore vests. Oh, that? oh <laughs> <laughs> vests, man.
0: Investment. Oh, I love that. I'm going to make a note about this. Yeah. come back up. Awesome. Uh, yep. Okay, well, uh, I will take the ball out. This was – I know I kind of recommend it. This was a little difficult. I don't know if – I'm not a square. I went to my fair share of parties. I just – maybe it was more of, God, you're going to hate You're going to hate this one. That makes yeah. sense. I'm getting too cute. Uh, the day after Thanksgiving party, or the day before Thanksgiving party, at the bar, which is just you know we go, go to the bar. And get yes, <laughs> like, it's just like I mean, it's basically, it doesn't necessarily have a theme, but it kind of does because it just it has a different vibe. Everyone's in kind of like you know good spirits. Nobody's really working. I haven't seen you in a while, so I did count it as just kind of like a its own vibe.
1: Yeah, no, I would agree that first that Wednesday. Yep. Uh, before Thanksgiving, Ooh. especially that freshman year, you come back, or even that that first year that you're 21 and you come yeah. back, and uh, that is that is a that is a wild time that night. Plus, you're seeing a bunch of people from high school that you don't uh, you haven't seen in like six no maybe not six months yeah maybe some of them six months and you're all kind of like hey we're all having this weird experience where we went off to college and we all think we're way older and cooler than what we were just uh a scant five and a half months ago yeah exactly but now it's thanksgiving <laughs> we're college, so we're all yeah. coming back home to sleep in my parents bedroom or my my parents house like in my old bed yeah trade and war stories uh, yeah yeah trade and war stories exactly so i'm gonna even get, i'm gonna go earlier than that i'm gonna go the the, the party that tipped off all the parties I'm going to go with the high school graduation party Ooh. and talk about, talk about theme parties. Okay. Um, that was the first time we were like, Oh, I'm, I'm an adult now. I'm 18. We've graduated. There's no school left. And uh, I'm going to go and bounce from party to party. And there's kind of, usually, usually there's a keg there. Parents a little bit for more freewheeling. Yeah. Somebody gets a sneaks a beer. Yeah. No one, no one says anything that's, that's about right. It. Yeah.
0: Cause it's on that tip, right? Everybody wants to hand you a beer. Like it's your first beer. Like, you yeah. know, like whatever, yeah. like your mom's friend is just like, Hey, sneak this. And it's just like, Never mind, I've been like sneaking. <laughs> I've been drinking since a sophomore in high school, but thank you. I will take this and drink it freely. Uh, so I'm going right. to score it as so flight home on Delta Coach. It's around 282 round trip. Uh, and then you're drinking for your high school graduation 3.2 beer. So that's 3.2 to 282. <laughs> Brandana Ooh, in the driver's Oh, I' Coming up. Coming out. Zone, come dominant uh my number two is okay so i had to switch up a little bit because i was thinking about like theme parties and everything and i was like oh shit like not every party has to have booze you alcoholic so it's like oh it doesn't it brought me back to like my kids days and i had a teenage mutant ninja turtle theme party like you came as your favorite turtle or girl you came as april o'neill or it was fair like even back then it was just like if you were a big turtle fan a girl can come as donatello and they kind of dressed up like everybody had like little weapons it's just like i did like looking back like it kind of makes you want to have kids you have three so you have plenty of this you're actually throwing one like this week right but it was like um you know like theming it out like matching the getting that starter kit right like the plates match the big pinata match the color of like the streamers match the cake match the little noisemaker. it was all just like kind of consistent and tightened together
1: good yes i like it i like it it's good i had a baseball theme party when i was a kid and I just remember. I remember that delicious sheet cake with the uh, solid uh, sugar baseball guy that I got to eat exactly stomach cake afterwards. Well, that's what's yeah. shocking,
0: right? With those cakes, my grandma would get me from Dylan's, but she'd order them early. Like yeah. I get a flip through book and be like, "I want that." Like you wouldn't know like yep. which one. You'd either keep like the little plastic pieces, or you'd be like, "Oh shit! Oh, this is solid sugar." Like, and then you just eat that thing. You'd be surprised at which one you're just like, is this like an ornament or like, oh, this is edible. Like, I'm I'm just going to, I'm just going (laughs) to gnaw this down right
1: now. Uh, Oh, Every once in a while, you're like, oh, no, no, this is edible. Nope, that's wax. (laughs) That is wax. Yes. um, No, I love it. So um, I went with, uh, mine all include drinking. Um, sadly. <laughs> sure. uh, I'm going to go with uh, my number two. I'm going to go with that luau party. Mm. Everyone would have the luau. Girls get grass skirts and uh, coconut tops. Boys, uh, the Hawaiian shirt, probably grass skirts as well. Some lays. Everyone's that yeah, lays are a big oh, man. pun. Oh, what a pun. Oh, pun yeah. Oh, cut.
0: God. Yes. Yes. Uh, so I will do it a, I think... Southwest opened up. A, I'm in flight mode now. I don't know why. South open, Southwest opened up a flight from L.A. to Hawaii. I think it's around 400 bucks. Uh, my teenage mutant ninja turtles party was in 1989. That's 1,989 points on my side. Uh, <laughs> so we're looking a at band. a uh, quick math. Uh, 12, uh, ooh, we look at 2,271 to 403
1: Oh man that's not, close i gotta hit i gotta hit a helmet not a here. dead heat bro not a dead heat oh, oh I, wish, I, w- yeah, I, I wish i yeah i wish i wish you had gone saved teenage oh, mutant turtles end. i would have to try to throw throwing that out there let's see here i don't know what you got brandana mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of that college party mm-hmm. you ever do, nah, i don't know Ooh. i'm not gonna throw it out Ooh. there because i don't know i, don't I, know. Actually,
0: I think you I, I think you could get this i think you could get. Oh, it. okay. say yours okay. and then you can guess what do you got
1: Okay. I'm going to go with my number one, which is always my favorite in college. It, was, it happened in the later years of college. I'm talking about a kegs and eggs, and I know you don't like eggs. I'm going to right. let the champagne breakfast, Ooh. right? That pre-morning, early morning tailgate, me and the boys would get out there. We'd be mixing up some eggs, none for brandana. No we'd be getting some bacon some bacon work in. Like we'd though. be making jello, jello, jello shots all the night before and uh, get a couple kegs, little champagne some mimosas for the ladies that cheap corbel dollars 399 a bottle yeah, you're in a budget exactly and you know paper cups and just playing playing drinking games at like 8:45 in the morning cuz central michigan kicks off at at noon and we got to get 4 hours of drinking in whether we like it or not Chippewas
0: baby Chippewas What's up chips let's go chips let's go chips, Fire chips. Up. oh i i bet on the Chippewas more than you have that that's a little that's a little <laughs> That's 100% fact. Uh, so I'm gonna do I'll do this I'm, I'm gonna do 399 is how much a bottle of Andre's cost I'm gonna give you the yeah. benefit of the doubt I'm gonna assume you bought 100 through your collegiate career so that's going Ooh. to bump you up to a cool seven whatever we'll round it up to eight 802.2 so you're still behind but I will give it to you if you can if you can guess the theme which not and then I also have a bonus question which I'll give you the win if you can get so you want to take a stab? Oh. You want to take a stab at it?
1: Shit! I was gonna say I don't think it's gonna be anything. Uh, fuck! I don't know. I, I don't know what I was gonna say like a foam party. I'm staring at you, looking at a foam party, but I don't think I think that's that's too that's too messy for Brandon. He did not want to clean any of that you up. You
0: know your boy. You know your boy well. I know. I have casino night, baby. Casino oh. night.
1: Staring at my face. Yeah, let's do how it. How could I? How, I know. I, how advanced were you? I couldn't. I couldn't put that all together.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it w- no, it was fun. Like you didn't have to be anything. It's basically just like getting people to play poker at a certain point, and then teaching people like what sure. blackjack is, and sure, like, throwing dice a little bit, not knowing the dice game. All right, but I'm I'm a map of my word. I said I would give you the W okay. if you could answer one question. Casino nights. Part of the excitement is dressed up in that suit, looking nice. Ready to roll the dice, kind of doing it all together, getting your drink on. You know what? Put that IPA, put it in a nice glass cup because we're doing it classy. We're doing it classy. Right. It classy. right. Uh, I will give it to you if I would mimic my style off of Casino's Robert De Niro. What was the name of Robert De Niro's character in Casino? Give the audience a second to guess if you know off the top of your head. And I'm going to count down five. Now you can guess, bro. What do you got? Four. Oh, is it Sunny? Three. Sam team baby. Sam Rothstein. Sam
1: Rothstein, God Victory damn it! Victory goes
0: to Brandana. I left that door wide uh, right open, guys. If you have ideas, what yeah, you want you us did. to tackle, we want to hear about your funnest theme nights. Send us an email at mabsportspodcast at
1: Podcast at gmail.com. What should we tackle next? You, week? you. You were just you were just toying with your boy there. The audience, oh, the audience was just like, put him in his body <laughs> bag, Brandana. Destroy him. Put him away. Finish destroy him. him. Oh man, did I say funner earlier? Can't wait to edit that out.
0: <laughs> it's a big this editing pot set. is funner. Uh, all right, we are. We're. I think we're kind of up against it, brother. We should jump into this gambling corner right now. Let's
1: get to uh, it. So we did Let's have an
0: email it. from a friend that they were like, if we theoretically, hypothetically bet, what would we theoretically, hypothetically bet on for them? So we took them up on that offer. They gave us a uh, fake. Two hundred MAB dollars, a hundred MAB dollars a piece to place the bet. What did you do mm. for this Sweet Sixteen weekend, brother?
1: Uh, and I'm feeling the <laughs> yeah. burn already, like in episode. Yeah. I don't even know how. I know. How, running through so many emotions. Tiny we sucks. started off and they were down by, like, five or six, and they, they, they fell to 12. I, I I chose Florida State at plus seven and a half. I thought it was uh, too many points. I thought Florida State was going to lock up Gonzaga. I didn't necessarily think that Gonzaga would win – or, excuse me, that Florida State would win. Yeah. I just thought Florida State's was defense is was going to keep them in it, and clearly I was wrong. So, sorry, no <laughs> out there well, who uh, fucked you on your money. Well,
0: it's, it's, it's still alive, right, because we're – we're partnership. So if I can pull this yes. off. Yes. So uh, if you see, like, go to our Instagram, you'll uh, see our post earlier that we actually, um, we theoretically placed some bet. But uh, yes. he's most awesome, did like Florida State, plus seven and a half. I went a different mm-hmm. route. Uh, FSU wasn't mine, but I did a teaser. And if you guys remember, uh, go back and listen to episode 12, 13, four. I'm going to throw them all out there. It's on there somewhere. Just start listening to episodes. You'll find <laughs> it eventually. <laughs> but uh, so te- you, you
1: see 54 <laughs> episodes out there. It's one of them.
0: Uh, Teasers, uh, as very well defined by Cousin Sal on the Against All Odds podcast, is it basically gives the a better an opportunity to change the line in their favor. But what you do is you have to bet more things for that favor, right? So it's normally like uh, one game will pay one-to-one, so most awesome's pick paid one to one. It actually pays one ten to one hundred or one point one to one because that's the cost of betting. If you lose, you don't pay that. When you win, Again, uh, one to one. Uh, We've tackled. You've heard it. So with that being said, what happens is there is a basketball teaser which moves the line by seven points. So mm. the better gets to move a line how they see fit on each on three different games by seven points. But all three of those games have to happen to pay off. The one. The one-to-one. So basically, I had uh, I had Florida State teased up by seven points, so I got Florida State plus 14.5. And while we were doing this podcast, we saw that they lost by 14. Just barely under the wire, but that Ooh. is that is one for one. And then Purdue teased that up seven, so that gave me Purdue plus eight and a half. And at time, they did go into overtime. It got closed out a little bit by Tennessee, but it looks like Purdue will walk out with a victory, so that is just a bonus. And the last thing that needs to happen tonight for this to pay off is Virginia, who is a favorite, needs to cover one and a half points. That means it's minus one and a half because they are a five and a half point favorite.
1: Mm. I like it. I like it. There's a lot of moving parts to that. A lot of moving parts to that. A lot of
0: moving parts. And if you guys don't, like, we'd love to hear from you. Again, email us at Podcast at gmail.com. If it's not ringing true, there's something. I love talking about it. We love having a gambling corner. It is is the yin to the parenting tips yang. It kind of balances (laughs) out what we do over here at M.A.B. Sports. Brother, I think we're up against it. I know your blues on. I've eaten a lot of your time. Uh, you want to hop into the no. MVP
1: of the Weeks? Oh, I'm going to go with, uh, and I don't know if they're going to win or not, but I'm going to go with John Beeline, the head coach of Michigan basketball. I love John Beeline, underrated coach. He's done great things to the basketball program, doesn't get all the high-flying McDonald's All-Americans, but consistently churns out those wins, my man. Yeah, is this, is this an overachieving year? What do you think? Like... Uh, no, they. I mean, they return uh, three guys. They brought in Iggy Brad Zakis, uh, a freshman that has a lot of swag to him, mm-hmm. leading the team in scoring. you got Charles Math- Matthews who's been through it. Xavier Simpson who's got that little hook shot for a point guard. Mm. Plus you got Jordan Poole can get some buckets. Isaiah Livers, the problem is they're just not that deep this year. John Teske, don't forget the big man, dunks on you. Little, uh like un- unathletic, athletic white guy. It's our. It's hard to. It's hard to envision a seven footer who looks clumsy and athletic all at the same time.
0: <laughs> I guess you're just on that Kansas thread, so you don't shove Michigan down our throats like everyone shoves Patrick Mahomes on the football thread.
1: Good for Whoa. you, brother. Good. For, oh, oh, shots oh, fired. Pat- yeah, yeah. Matrick Matt, Mahomes. Mahomes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Patrick, What's yeah, name no
0: But we're commandeering it for sure. My MVP of the week. I'm giving it to one Lonzo Ball. You covered up that stupid fucking tattoo. Thanks, brother, for doing that. Thanks for not being... It's basically uh, a, a showman or just like a spokesperson for a brand that's not even necessarily yours, uh, big baller brand. Hopefully going where it deserves, and that's debunked, out of business, finished, finito. Uh, the dice don't look great, yeah. but it still looks better than that. B, B.
1: B. <laughs> Triple B. Uh, Triple
0: B. Guys, okay, so next week, I do have a payoff for that hour of sour. Uh, you can't see the text thread, but most awesome has been very excited about reminding me of
1: Hard Ticket to Hawaii.
0: <laughs> to- <laughs> ticket to Hawaii. He's been mowing me money, he's like rented. I'm just like, I get it, relax. <laughs> like, like I'll watch the fucking movie. Just like give me fun facts, like which aren't fun facts. Uh anyway, right. we gotta sit through that. Uh yeah, guys, I am Brandana. and most awesome, why don't you sign yourself off?
1: Hey guys, you're all invited to my theme party, which is Teen Mab Mutant Ninja Podcast. No! Glamour. Runway. Style. Fame. She likes dashes.